The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. Hello and welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ms. Simi. How are you, Ms. Simi? Doing good. How are you? I am doing excellent. I am doing excellent. Thank you for joining us once again here on the CSPN to listen to the NXT cast. You can find the podcast on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN and the NXT cast will show up in your podcast queue each and every week when we record new episodes. So, Miss Simi, we are coming off the Great American Bash last week. Yes. We are coming mm-hmm. off of us losing two of our NXT uh, darlings. Actually, it's going to end up being three. Actually, going to be four by the time we finish the show. Because Tony Storm, she's coming to smash. Oh, yeah. My babes. Shotzi and uh, Tegan Knox debuted as a tag team and defeated mm-hmm. the women's tag team champions, Natty and Tamina, mm-hmm. on this past week's SmackDown. So they uh-huh. have ruined shots for nothing. <laughs> so they have officially uh, graduated up to the main roster. Uh, Ember Moon just left in the dust. Tegan Knox yep. wrecked the whole championship storyline just to for not, nothing. never be able to follow it up because. Candice LeRae ain't going to the main roster anytime soon. Um, nah. So, yeah, so some things have been uh, moving and shaking when it comes to NXT's roster. At this time, not for people getting released, but actually people moving mm-hmm. on. Uh, Who's the fourth? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get Who's the fourth? We haven't got, we got to get to it. Oh, okay. Oh, we don't know who it is. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got it, I got it. I got it, I got it, I got it. Uh, <laughs> So we start off with Miss Simi's favorite, Dakota Kai, taking on Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, Raquel Gonzalez out here trolling, talking about Ember, you're nothing without Shotzi. Uh, a springboard spinning crossbody gives Ember Moon a two count, but Dakota Kai's backbreaker gives her a two count. Dakota Kai goes up top but gets kicked in the face, allowing Ember Moon to hit a top rope hurricanrana for a two count. Ember Moon is sent to the apron where Dakota Kai pulls her over the top rope. Kind of does like a draping uh, go to kick and gets the pin and the win over Ember Moon. Sorry it had to be Ember Moon, but yes! <laughs> Finally! And she won clean. No interference mm-hmm. from Raquel. Because when they said Ember, I was just like, oh, I know my Dakota's losing tonight. But she did it. We love to see it. Yes. Great match. Ooh, great match. Yeah, it was hard hitting. Ooh. They were really uh, yeah. laying it in on each other. Uh, Ooh, Lord Jesus. After the match, Dakota Kai poses with Raquel Gonzalez in the middle of the ring. And here comes Zaya Lee. So Dakota, like, steps in front of her like, you got beef. And Zaya Lee just walks right past her. She gets in right. Raquel's face and Rude. says she wants a chance at Gonzalez's women's title. Uh, Raquel says she's down, and so apparently we're going to have a match between Zia Lee and Raquel Gonzalez for the women's title. Fun. That height difference was a lot. <laughs> I was like, you're so little. Look at you. <laughs> Cute little Zia Lee. Uh, it was a very big difference. It's going to be great. 
Malcolm Bivens. He talks about how great the Diamond Mine is and issues an open challenge. Bobby Fish pops up to say he's in and he wants to face Roderick Strong. That's when Malcolm Bivens is like, hold up, player. Uh, you're going to face Tyler Rust instead. Robert, you're not supposed to be fighting. You're supposed to be trying to get the UE back together. <laughs> Why are you fighting Rowdy? This isn't his fault. He didn't do it, Bobbert. It made me sad. I was like, no. Stop destroying it. Ike Man Jiro says, don't let his good looks fool you because he can beat you up. He was trained by Sajiri and Great Muda, so he knows how to fight. Yeah. He said ass, and they changed it to butt. I was like, I understood him. He said ass. He said, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> now I'm going to kick your butt. He said ass. <laughs> Censored it. Censored uh, it. <laughs> earlier in the day, Cameron Grimes, he showed up <laughs> to work as L.A. Knight's butler. Uh <laughs> Just Cameron Grimes being Cameron Grimes. He doesn't mind. <laughs> and he showed up late, of course. He's here because of his pride, because he gave his word. But first up, it's time for a makeover. The beard and the hair are adjusted, and L.A. Knight even has a uniform form. Grimes likes to look. It's a tuxedo, and it's time to He looks great. Yeah. They trimmed, they trimmed he him said, up first I gotta go to the broom. He's like, I love you. <laughs> oh, he looks great. I was like, you gave him a makeover. This is supposed to be a punishment because he looks good. So we have our Tyler Rust versus Bobby Fish match. Roderick Strong, he gets on the apron for a distraction, but Bobby Fish knocks him down. Um, he knocks Tyler Rust to the outside as well. The distraction lets Rust get in the chop block, though, and a kick to the head finishes off Bobby Fish as Tyler Rust oh. picks up a win, and Bobby Fish has been relegated to jobber duty. Oh, Bobbert. Darn it. Join them, Bobbert. Don't them. fight them. <laughs> Join them. <laughs> I don't want you to fight them. Join them. Um, and that's half of the UE together. Right. And then all you got to do is bring in Adam and Kyle. Right. I have right. a plan. <laughs> I have a plan. <laughs> uh, Samoa Joe, he's uh, basically giving the fighters their instructions, kind of like a boxing ref. Um, mm -hmm. You know, um, does and he basically and Karrion Cross is like hitting his punching bag, kicking his punching bag, hitting his punching bag. Scarlet's there watching, and so you know Samoa Joe is like you know uh, protect yourself at all times, but most importantly obey my commands at all times. Do you understand? And Karrion Cross just keeps like hitting the punching bag, hitting the punching bag. So Samoa Joe is like kicks the punching bag, steps in, gets in Karrion Cross's face, and is like, "Do you understand?" And Karen yes. says something slick to him. And uh, yeah, so uh, there's a little seed planting for later mm, on. In Karen Cross, he listen, Applesauce, you you and your unsweetened bullshit, you keep starting. I need you to just fall the fuck back, all right? <laughs> you don't got enough juice to step to Samoa Joe. I need you to fall back, all right? <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> Gets on my nerves. Uh, Acting like you got the juice for this. You ain't got the sauce for this. You don't got the seasoning. You don't got the flavor for this. Fall back. We see the way arriving earlier in the day. Beth Phoenix asked Indy Hartwell, What happened with Dexter Loomis? She says, That would be nothing, but they both seem to want it. Beth tells her to just take a chance. Take a chance on love. <laughs> I was like, Beth, please. <laughs> Usually this is Mackenzie Mitchell's role, but they switched it up. Yes. Well, because Beth is the number. She's the president of the Index Fan Club. Okay. <laughs> she has to get in there and be like, listen, for me, I need you to just go in there. <laughs> and get you some. Gigi Dolan versus Saray. <laughs> Mandy Rose 
of all people, comes out on the ramp to watch uh, Uh a match. So Ray is back with a running drop kick against the rope, setting up a much harder one to knock Dylan silly. Yeah, she caught her squaw in the face with that one. Yeah, she did. Uh, Then she followed that up with a high-collar suplex that almost dropped Dylan on her head. And that gives Saray the win. Those last three moves he did to her, if she doesn't yeah. have a concussion, she's very, very lucky. Yeah. Listen, my when she did that damn double drop kick, that baby girl's head whipped back. I was like, damn! <laughs> it, ah! My neck hurt looking at her. I was like, shit! Damn, girl! <laughs> Ooh, it was a lot. Good match with Laura. Goddamn. I know, right? I like this Gigi's hair. I like her little outfit. Oh, she was Becky Lynch light. Yeah. <laughs> I, li- I liked it. She's like, yeah. Remember, like, didn't, right. think of it, didn't think of it that in depth, did you? I did not. <laughs> but I liked it. <laughs> Looked like a little red-haired biker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Santos Escobar, he basically is like, I walk around NXT, fuck everybody. Oh. Bronson Reed, Dick Rowe, Dexter <laughs> Loomis, all like none of y'all. I think it was Joaquin who was like, they're stupid loose. I can't even do my sexy dance to this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, they're so great. I love them. Don't ever break them up. You hear me? Don't ever do it. I love them together. Uh, Duke Hudson says he is ready for Ike Mangirio. He says you can either call him Duke or just cut to the chase and call him the breakout tournament winner. This is a cool little promo. Yeah. Uh, he was just like, yeah, he may be calling for, but I'm just going to punch him in the face. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> and I enjoy his accent. <laughs> Now that brings us to Dexter Loomis versus Santos Escobar. The silencer is loaded up, but the rest of uh, Legado del Fantasma, they make the save. The distraction leads to Loomis getting ran into the post, allowing Escobar to hit the Phantom Driver and get the pin. So Santos Escobar back on his winning ways after the last couple few times we saw him. He was up on the losing end. Um, <laughs> so after the match... <laughs> Uh, Hit Bro was like, oh, we heard you. We was talking shit in the back. Yes. <laughs> we, I love hear, it. we here now. What you got to <laughs> yes. say now? Talk greasy now. I, was, I love it. I was like, uh, Legato better watch out because you never know what yeah. he's going to do. No, he could just pop off at any second. Right. But yeah. That man was, is a hot hat if you ever saw him. <laughs> yeah. So this was real cool. Um, just, you know, not exposing Hit Row too much, not overexposing them. Yes. But letting people know that, oh, if you're going to talk trash, we're going to come see you. We're going to pull up. Exactly. Like, we heard you now. We're here. What now? Yeah. What now? Yeah. I love I love that they were just arguing up the ramp. Energy. That's to keep that same yes. energy. <laughs> yes. Miranda was like, what's up? What you got? And she just kept saying, it was great. I know they were just arguing, just up the ramp, at the top of the ramp, just arguing back and forth. It was great. I was like, come on, ethics. Yes. (laughs) You better carry this show. It was great. You know, people are still trying to figure out that greatness that was last week's uh, cipher. Some people are still trying to process what they saw. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You guys can't appreciate the greatness right away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Earlier in the day, Kyle O'Reilly sat down with Wade Barrett and said that, unfortunately, losing is part of life. That was the case last week against Adam Cole, but now he isn't sure if he needs his soul back. He needs to get his groove back, and he's willing to do what it takes to finish Adam Cole. Oh, no, be friends again. It's never going to happen. But be friends again. <laughs> All right, this come. is a cool little interview. Yeah, they, they went old school with the uh, interview right in front of the ring. Yes. 
with the empty empty arena right in front of the ring. That's a old eighties seventies type of a promo that they used to use back in the day. Kind of helps, mm-hmm. especially guys who aren't really strong promos like Kyle uh, in front yeah. of the crowd. Kind of be able to mm-hmm. say what they need to say and and you know, kind of have a chance to convey his emotions because yeah, he's a very yeah. laid back type of promo. He's not really a. Mm-hmm you know, right. loud and boisterous type promo. So this kind of works better for him because he kind of gets drowned out when he cuts promos in front of the crowd. Uh, we come yes. back to L.A. Knight's house. L.A. Knight has Cameron Grimes mow his rather large lawn with a rather old and ancient push lawnmower. Cameron Grimes <laughs> talks about his grandmother chasing him with one like this when he was a kid, but Cameron Knight doesn't want to hear it. Or L.A. <laughs> uh, yeah, LA Knight doesn't want to hear it. L.A. Knight. <laughs> Mash them two together. Uh, during the break, <laughs> Indy Hartwell, after the match, we see, uh, you know, the recorded footage after the Dexter Loomis-Santos-Escobar match. We see Indy Hartwell come down to the ring. She tried to carry Dexter Loomis off like he was carrying uh, her, but she couldn't hold him up. Yeah. Uh, they both, <laughs> like, she basically dropped him. Uh, yeah. When they were, like, down there face-to-face, they were about to get the kiss and then here comes Candice LeRae bowling over <laughs> Indy to break it up and take it to the back. I know you, oh, so I know so you don't watch the football. I know you don't watch the sports. I but, don't. But like 15 years ago, there's this mm-hmm. guy named Terrell Owens. He goes by the nickname uh-huh. T.O. You might have heard of him. Uh-huh, yes, I know Francisco. that name. <laughs> he played for the San Francisco uh, 49ers at the time, and they were playing the Dallas uh-huh. Cowboys. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he scored a touchdown and, you know, he's always known for his celebrations. So what he did was when he scored a touchdown, he ran from the mm-hmm. end zone all the way to the 50 yard line and posed in the middle of the big star that Dallas has mm-hmm. on their field. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> right. So then he scored another now, touchdown. The end zone is, is where they, they, the touchdown happens. Yes. 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 So okay, basically yeah. <laughs> The field is a hundred yards long, uh-huh. so he uh-huh. ran. Ooh, Jesus Christ! So he ran from the end zone fifty yards to the middle of the field to go pose on this star, right? So oh he, so he, he, he scored another touchdown. Uh huh. And he goes to run back to do something mm-hmm. on the star again, and one of the Dallas defensive players just comes yeah. off the screen and like tackles him out of the star that's what oh my god that's what candace larray looked like <laughs> stopping that kiss she looked like george teague knocking Theo <laughs> out of the star <laughs> why are you being such a hater he's having a fun time <laughs> why would you do that what if you hurt him and now you get sued not nice <laughs> she did. She she was so mad. She just looked like you know a parent after you went to a party you weren't supposed to, and then she found out that you're at the party, so she comes and snatches you up. Yeah. That's what she looked like. <laughs> oh, let them kiss Candace. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, she's uh she's basically being the uh, the mom that's trying to keep her teenage daughter from getting pregnant by the older gentleman, right? Oh, I was like, Andy, you don't have to carry him. It's very sweet. But you could just, he could just lean on your shoulder a little bit. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> it was very sweet, though. Duke Hudson versus Eichmann Yurio. Uh, breakout tournament, first round matchup. Yurio, Hurricane runs his way out of a Rager's Edge. That's enough to send Hudson to the outside. A top rope Aussie moonsault connects, but Yurio bangs up his ankle. Back in, Hudson hits the swinging boss man slam and gets the pin and moves on in the breakout tournament. This was a pretty good match. It gave me some flippy shit, which I enjoyed. My man was, he was wrestling in in the most colorful blazer. And I was like, yes, you better wrestle in a blazer. I know you hot. I know it's probably cumbersome, but damn it, you, you commit to the fashions and I appreciate it. I enjoyed this matchup. This yeah, was good. It was quite the look watching this man uh, wrestle this whole wrestling match with the jacket on. Right. It's like, okay, so right. it's my first time watching him. I, uh, people who've seen him yeah. on 205, apparently this is kind of his deal. Uh, but, oh. yeah, it's like, oh, okay, so this is what we're doing for the for the whole <laughs> match. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Right. 
Because whenever I was like, damn, give him a chance to take off his jacket. But then he had chances and he didn't take it off. I was like, okay, you're committed to the fashions. I can dig it. Let's go. <laughs> you better give me flippy shit with this blazer on. Yes. <laughs> Our man Pete Dunn. He says he wants the winner of tonight's title match. But Timothy Thatcher doesn't like Pete Dunn calling himself the best technician in NXT. That's when Tommaso Ciampa just don't say nothing, runs in off camera, hits uh, right? Tony Lorcan in the face, and we got a big old brawl in the back between like, Thatcher, damn, why are you starting fights? <laughs> Ciampa, Dunn, and Oni Lorcan. Right. They were just talking. <laughs> All of a sudden, just punch. Why? So angry, my man. <laughs> Little Team Sunshine is here. Casey Kentonzaro, Caden yeah. Carter. They're going up against a Robert Stone brand, Jesse Kamea, and Aaliyah. Uh, first off, we like to just say that this is a Jesse Kamea stand podcast. Yes, absolutely. We're here for all absolutely. things Jesse Kamea. We hope that she, she prospers great. and has a fantastic career going forward. Absolutely. You and all 25 feet of those legs. Yes. <laughs> Everything breaks down. Casey Cancenzaro dives onto Jessica Maya on the floor. That leaves Aaliyah to get caught with a 450 neckbreaker combination. And little team sunshine. They get the win. Uh, Caden Carter has uh, dropped the jade motif. And now she's mm -hmm. uh, more like, uh, not really Katana, because she's just purple. Uh, uh -huh. Was Sonya Blade was red in Mortal Kombat, I think? Uh uh, hold on. I think that yeah. she had the red gear, so now she looks more like Sonya Blade, uh, and not like Jade uh, from from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. But uh, no, well, Sonya had the was blonde. Okay, she was the one with the blonde hair. But, but adorable mm. nonetheless. Yeah, Hayden Carter. And thicker than ever. Yes. <laughs> uh, so after the match, though, we have some uh, some 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 action going on. As Robert uh -oh. Stone gets in the ring to check on Aaliyah after the pinfall, she shoves him away and shouts that she has done more for him than she has ever done for her, than he has ever done for her. She slaps Robert Stone in the face, beats the fire out of him. Then Aaliyah leaves, walks up the ramp, you know, basically like, I'm done. I've had enough of this. Frankie Monet oh. comes out. She looks at Jessica Maya. Robert Stone crawls up the ramp as Jessica Maya leaves with Frankie Monet. Oh, Robert Stone about to spiral back into cocaine. Like hard. <laughs> <laughs> like hard. Uh, yeah, people were chanting the shit out of Aaliyah for kicking Robert Stone's ass. I was like, well, damn, guys. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it, Break was, up. it mm -hmm. was a little... Um, it was a little weird to see them really go up for right. uh, for that. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it was. It was. Uh, this was. She needed something. She's. You know. Yeah. Been here for a long time. We're actually going to talk about her a little bit more in depth here in a second. Um, mm -hmm. Samoa Joe comes up to Johnny Gargano. He tells him to protect himself at all times and obey his command. Of course, Johnny Gargano <laughs> is cool with that, just like Austin Theory is cool with the New Way t-shirt. <laughs> Joe leaves, and then he walks out of their dressing room, and who pops up? Pete mm. Gunn. And they have another mm. stare down. That pink is me. Oh I love how when he started, he first walked in, Johnny and Austin were just chanting his name. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, these two fools. I love them. Here is Adam Cole, baby. To say that Kyle O'Reilly needs to rethink that rematch idea. Uh, he mocks Kyle O'Reilly, talking about losing is a part of uh, life. He says, especially when you go up against the Bay Bay. He said, but he's done talking about Kyle O'Reilly. He's done with him. It's time to move on to that coward, Samoa Joe, who choked him out from behind a few weeks ago. He said, Samoa Joe is nothing but a security guard in a suit, and Adam Coles knows no one in the back is man enough to come out and face him. Well, that's when Bronson Reed comes out. Yes. He says he doesn't have the North American title anymore, so he doesn't have anything to lose, but he's ready for a fight. 
he basically is like, hey, you say that you're the golden, you know, standard in NXT. Well, you to me, you look like my golden opportunity. Oop. He goes to super kick. Uh, Adam Cole goes to super kick Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed blocks it. Reed runs him over, sending Adam Cole to the outside. Then Samoa Joe comes down to start the main event. And, of course, he has another stare down with Adam Cole. They're teasing like six matches with Samoa Joe, right? They really are. Because I was just like, (laughs) give me Bronson Reed versus Samoa Joe. In the words of Big E, two big men slapping meat. Give me it. (laughs) (laughs) Give me this match. (laughs) Oh, it must be so good. Yeah, they're teaching like 73 matches. I want every single one. One of them a week. Just right. give me all of them. <laughs> uh, basically, Bronson Reed was like, hey, all eyes are on me because everybody's out here waiting on my next move. And, exactly. uh, you know, basically just kind of, you know, feeling himself that he's, you know, going to be the yeah. new guy on the main roster eventually. But uh, yeah. well, at least that's what we think. You know what I'm saying? He, he mm-hmm. lost the title but was still here. So Right. Yeah. Maybe they're like kind of easing it in a little bit more. Maybe after Money in the Bank. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Probably. Frankie uh, Monet and Jessica Mayer are leaving with Robert. Are leaving with Robert Stone, and he's are leaving, and Robert Stone is trying to catch up to them. That's when Mandy Rose pops up to say, "It looks like the brand is under new management." Ooh. So apparently. Mhm. According to reports, uh-huh, uh-huh. they traded Mandy Rose for Aaliyah. Ah. So Aaliyah is uh, reportedly going to come up to Monday Night Raw, and Mandy okay. Rose is coming back down to NXT. I mean, Mandy wasn't. Why can't Dana Brooke ever keep a tag team partner? <laughs> Like, she can never keep a goddamn tag team partner. Damn. But, hmm. I hope Aaliyah does good on, on like, Raw. Because I like her. She's gotten so much better. I enjoy the gear. She has, like, a really, like, cool, like, interesting look. She's not, like, the blonde like everyone else. She's a little petite girl, but she does, like, a lot of good stuff. I so, I, I'm going to see. Ooh. Yeah, All right. She's, she's in, she she has she has a very uh, ethnic name. Yeah. I don't know what nationality it is, but I but I think mm-hmm. she's Indian. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, she definitely she's definitely Indian. I'm seeing this name, and also she's from Canada. That had they have a very big Indian community there. So let's see. Hmm. She is Syrian and Iraqi. Okay. I just did the Googles. Okay, so she is, uh, that's a very interesting uh, combination. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, oh, cool. Good for her. Yeah, so so apparently that's the reason why Mandy Rose showed up during the mm-hmm. match. And then, you know, we got a little bit more mm-hmm. enlightenment here. So it looks like they may right. be forming this really, this faction of Mandy, uh-huh. Frankie, and Jesse. Okay, come on, bad girl gang. Okay. I'm here for this girl gang. She was doing her, trying to do her best Trish Stratus. I, I caught, I caught the parallel. I caught the homage. <laughs> okay, okay. So we'll see what it gives. This is probably going to be better for Mandy Rose anyway. Right. So we'll see. Yeah. To be honest with you, Mandy Rose needed more time in NXT when she was there. She wasn't yeah. ready to be moved. Up nope. To she was roster. not. Um, but they did give her a good spot on SmackDown with her and Sonya and, you know, yeah. and then, you know, everything breaking down between those two, which led to yeah. the ultimate feud and everything and the stuff with Otis. I mean, she was, she mm-hmm. had a good spot while she was on SmackDown. She was in things, mm-hmm. um, except and even the, like the stuff with Naomi and Jimmy Uso. Yeah. But, uh, like the. The the thing with, like, the Naomi and Mandy thing is I think that it would have been good if the initial reason for why she was going after Naomi wasn't so goddamn stupid. <laughs> That's the only thing. Because it was, like, during that time where, like, um, Naomi and Asuka were, like, 
were um they were doing like the Empress of Glow, so they were like a tag team. Mm-hmm. I I really wanted it to be like Asuka and Naomi were like a legit tag team, and they were going for the titles, and then have like Sonia and Mandy be like, "Hold on, bitch, what do you mean you're going for the titles? You haven't been an official tag team." And for them to like kind of go at them. Like if like Naomi and um and Asuka have won like the tag team championships and they were the champs and like Sonia and Mandy were going after them, but Mandy went through like with the Jimmy thing because she was trying to get in Naomi's head mm-hmm. in order to throw her off their game, then it would have made more sense because the fights that they actually had, like the segments, were really good. When she kicked her ass in that hotel, <laughs> that was great. When they were having that match and she basically like made Mandy tag in and then beat the shit out of her. Like, like the segments and, like, the bras and stuff that they actually had were really good. The, like, the reason behind why she was going after her was dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, if they had just come up with, like, like, she's going after her because, you know, she's like, oh, no, you're on the road to becoming a champion, and I'm not going to have that because we're supposed to be in that spot. And then they were kind of going after Naomi to kind of get her in the head. And Sonya was going maybe after Asuka. They were, like, doing, like, a little manipulation thing. I think it would have worked better. But, yeah. Mandy is going to be, is going to do much better in in NXT because it's, like, they'll try to cater more to, like, trying to develop her and stuff on this. Um, I know this is unrelated. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking at a quote from uh, the former, former Aleister Black about being in AEW. He says, uh-huh, uh-huh. it feels really good that I'm in a place now where my creative mind can be utilized versus stopped and controlled. I mean, well. <laughs> These wrestlers have a lot of ideas that could probably get them, yeah. get them over huge. Mm-hmm. Or at least be right. able to show their um, personalities and, and, you know, their creative talents and things like that. Yeah. But no, nope, yes. not in that company. It ain't gonna happen. No, no. Because, like, you know, Vince always said he's a lot of things. He's like, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, I mean, hey. The last thing they had to do, they threw him off a goddamn building. We thought he died for a while. And then they had him in a closet for, like, hella long. Talk about some, come fight me, but you're in a closet. Where am I gonna find you to fight you? And then he was doing these, like, weird riddles which were interesting even though I didn't understand what the hell was going on but you know I'm looking forward to him I like him so so that brings us to the main event of the evening Johnny Gargano mm-hmm. challenging Karrion Cross for the NXT title with Samoa Joe as our special guest referee they head outside with Gargano being rammed into the barricade Cross picks up the steps, but Joe takes them away and gets in Cross's face. The distraction lets Gargano hit a DDT onto the floor. The one final beat DDT gets a two count inside the ring, but then Karrion Cross hits Johnny Gargano in the face. He power bombs Gargano, lifts him up into a double power bomb, then he turns that double power bomb into a triple power bomb into the Doomsday Saito suplex. Gargano is almost done. He staggers up to his feet and the running forearm to the back of the head by Cross gets the pin and Cross retains the NXT title. Uh, he's so boring as hell. Johnny Gargano did all the work. <laughs> you know, it was him and Samoa Joe that made this work. You know what I noticed? Mm-hmm. They had Char- uh, Scarlet really subdued on the entrance. Yep, they did. She didn't do her full fallen prey with the faces and the smolder. No. She just kind of walked. Yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah. It wasn't our normal give us everything. Like, Bro. remember how she gave us everything on the very yeah. first one? When they first yes. debuted? And we were mm-hmm. like, oh, who is that? And yep. And he doesn't matter because this entrance is all about her. And then the next time we saw it, it was like toned down a little bit. This was Uh even more toned down from that. Yep. Because, listen, the only thing special about him is the music in Scarlet. That's it. And you think that uh, they're they're thinking that, oh, well, if we, you know, tone Scarlet down, 
it, we we can focus on. We're not gonna focus on him. We're just gonna be like, yo, why is Tyler not giving us all the, the like the extra bad bitch energy that we know she can give? Right. Okay. We don't care about Karrion Cross. No one cares. The whole time, there was no back and forth chain of let's go Johnny, let's go Karrion. It was just it was Johnny the whole time. <laughs> right. The whole time, nobody cares about Karrion Cross. You don't care. It was, okay. a, it was a good match, like you said, Johnny Gargano out here doing the heavy lifting, trying to keep cross yep. as soon as possible. Samoa Joe out here, you know, interjecting his strong presence, um, you know, when Cross was trying to do some underhanded, dirty stuff. So mm-hmm. after the match, um, Karrion Cross gets in Samoa Joe's face again. Samoa Joe kind of smirks him, smirks at him, then you know turns his back to walk away, and Karrion Cross jumps. Samoa Joe from behind, mm. put mm. him in the cross jacket chokehold, and he choked out Samoa Joe to end the show. He gonna get his payback. Ooh, you about to be Gokina clutched out, bitch. Ooh, how dare you? How dare you carry in cross? Think you can step to my man like that? How dare you? Triple H gonna pay is for it. trying to get his boy over any way he It's can. not going to work. It's not going <laughs> to work. It's not going to work. Like a, a month ago, we had him beat up like five of the, uh, you know, four of the top main event stars in a promo after a promo. And he led, and to, did that, it work? It led <laughs> to that five-way match. Still, everybody was chanting for everybody else in the match. Uh, exactly. <laughs> he's gotten <laughs> basically eviscerated on every promo that's been cut on him since that match. And then he just choked out Samoa Joe, and still everybody's like, You suck! Boo this man! <laughs> exactly. Nobody's here because to see you! <laughs> They're not! Literally no one. That's We're here to see bad bitch Scarlet. I mean, I mean, in one it, case he's a heel, so he's supposed to garner this type of reaction. So in one light, he's doing what he's supposed to do, but in another mm-hmm. light, it's gotta hurt his ego that he ain't got nobody out here. Like, yeah, no one. girls, <laughs> no one. I mean, even when Roman is, was getting booed, we got people. The Roman Empire. I was here. I never booed Roman. You, you ain't got nobody. No one. <laughs> Be better. If you didn't suck, we would like you, but you do. So, meh. Oh, well. There is no way that they can uh, have this level of physicality uh, done to Samoa Joe and there not be a match. The others going to be it. Ooh. Ooh, I can't wait. Because I can't wait for, now, for we going to be like, one night only. Because <laughs> now, whatever happens, because he has been... Uh, he has been provoked, you know. What, mm-hmm. Basically, what yeah. the, the the stipulations of this role was that he couldn't be uh, in ring, an active in ring competitor, and he could not lay hands on anybody unless he was provoked. Well, we got that part out of the way. He has been provoked. So the next time yeah. when he does whatever he does to carry a cross out of the blue, it's gonna be marvelous. Samoa yeah. Joe versus Karrion Cross at the SummerSlam takeover. Mm-hmm. What you think? Yep. Ooh, ooh, they're gonna boo the shit out of Karrion Cross. Ooh, well, it's gonna be a like, whole sea of Samoa's gonna of Joe's gonna kill you. They do it for the belt. Samoa Joe wins the belt, but he can't be the champion because he's in the managerial role. So now the championship goes yeah. up for a tournament, and we get yeah. our like Royal Rumble leading into well, not uh, uh, Survivor Series or something, whatever the next takeover will be. Have a, but yeah. have a have like a huge tournament. Have like everybody available to win it. Like tag in this yeah. case because you know what I'm saying the <laughs> basically assistant GM won it. When you put yeah. it up, let the whole roster have a chance at it. So you could have like a two month long tournament. You know, yes, kind of like a March Madness or NBA playoffs for the NXT title. That would be cool. To lead yeah. to you know the next takeover. Yes. I don't know if they. Give me that. I don't know if they want to commit that much time to setting up a tournament and you know Do it. That week to week. Do it. But yeah, it would be really cool if they did something like that. Yeah. 
Because, you know, um, that's why a lot of people are like, could WWE pull off something like the G1? And the G1 is basically mm-hmm. a month-long tournament in New Japan mm-hmm. where uh, they have, I want to say it's 20, 20 wrestlers, wow. 10 in each. Um, mm-hmm. 10 and they have two classes. They have two sides, the A side and the B side. And then mm-hmm. they wrestle each other round robin. And then the mm-hmm. two people who come out on top wrestle each other. Uh-huh. And the, whoever wins that gets a, basically it's their version of money in the bank. They get oh, okay. face to mm-hmm. guarantee them a title shot at mm-hmm. their version of WrestleMania in January. But along the way, they have to defend that briefcase like once or twice. Oh, yeah, you don't just cool. get it, keep it. You have to defend. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That gives it more stakes, right? Too. So it's sort of like instead of like winning the money in the bank and just having it, and you just walk around and everybody's just waiting for you to cash it in, it'd be like yeah. you win the money in the bank, and before you can cash it in, you gotta at least put it up on the line once. Oh, that's really cool. I think WWE can do it. They have enough people to do it if they actually like sit down and like try <laughs> and put thought into it. I think it's completely doable. Yeah. And that's really, I really like that too, that you have to like defend it, that it's not just like, can they cash it in at any time or it has to no, be at the, that? It has to be at the Tokyo Dome. The match oh, okay. is set for the Tokyo Dome. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. So that's kind of how they, that's kind of their version of a bigger version of their money in the bank. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's really cool. You know, same concept though. The briefcase has the mm-hmm. title shot in it and. You know, uh-huh. The guy carries it around, and it's a you know mm-hmm. kind of like a you know like a in their case it's kind of like a fifth or yeah. sixth championship. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, that's what a lot of people have always been clamoring for. Like, hey, could WWE do something like a G one where they have like a month long tournament to determine a champion or number one contender and things like that? And everybody's like, uh, yeah. the booking would probably go sideways because they can't keep the yeah. Numbers. They don't. They don't know how to do the week to week continuity like we talked about uh, in the dark. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like if they can like come up with like be like this is going to be the beginning, the middle, the end, and have like actually like follow that and like have like yeah actual continuity with it's not just like fucking ha- like slapped together or whatever. I think they can completely do it. They have enough people to do it. Fucking raw is three hours. Shit use some of those hours for this G1 and if they have it with the women too that'd be cool because New, New Japan doesn't have women right it's stardom, no, stardom is there like right. yeah okay okay uh two weeks ago maybe maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more uh apparently stardom had a match that could be the match <laughs> of the year oh okay yeah uh, apparently they have like a really good baby face champion mm-hmm. and uh They've had this big feud building. I'm going to have to get with Anwar Starwin to kind of get the full details. But apparently they, uh-huh, had, uh-huh. Uh, they had a title match. They did the time limit thing. And then they mm-hmm. restarted the match for like five more minutes or whatever. Oh, okay. And, and they got a winner. And then like apparently this is like such an amazing match. Ooh. Yeah, so good looking out for stardom. Um, I gotta yeah. go. I gotta do some New Japan watching. I gotta watch uh-huh. this tag team match between the Dangerous Techers against Naito and uh, and uh, Sonata for the tag team title. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, so Sonata and Zack Saber Jr. They have uh huh. Just, just he's the technical one you said I like, right? Yes. Because I saw some of his things, I was just like, ooh, come on, submission, let's go yes. home. They have a very <laughs> tremendously awesome chemistry with each other um, oh, okay and they and they know it and they mm-hmm. like they're always trying to freaking one-up each other so like nice. for a while sonata was always getting the best of i mean zach saber jr was always getting the best of sonata uh mm-hmm. and he he uses this roll-up called a european clutch where it's like basically uh-huh. a roll-up and then he does a bridge and like pins you down well, damn, just extra yeah, <laughs> to and, the pain of you losing. Yeah, and so, you know, he'd beaten Sonata, like, in the G1 and a whole bunch of matches that way. Well, here recently, Sonata started picking up some more wins, 
And in one of the matches I watched, a big tag team match, Sonata actually used the European clutch on Zack Sabre Jr. And Zack Sabre Jr. lost his shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so. How dare you use my move against me? (laughs) So. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that's um, that was NXT, man. It was a hell of a show. Um, yes, it was. You know, we get we get this from NXT where they just pump out banger after banger after banger after banger after they go mm-hmm. out and have a little lull for a little bit. Because remember how we right. were like, oh, in March and April, there's like, oh, come on, lolly. Yeah, <laughs> right. Then WrestleMania came, and it's like ever since then, ever since April, they have just been mm-hmm. on point, and it seems like they're it turned it up really peaking, heading into SummerSlam. Yeah, they, they I love right. NXT. Yeah, they're like setting up storylines. They're doing all this stuff. Excited. Mhm, mhm. Well, any. F- uh, you know, basically your overall thoughts, things that you like, uh, uh, things that you came away with, impressions of going forward out of this episode of NXT. It was a really good, solid show. My favorite match was the opening match with um, Dakota Kai and Ember Moon. I thought that was really, really strong. Good to see my Dakota win. I was really a little bit nervous, you know. When, like, Dakota and Raquel were holding, I was just like, ooh, somebody going to get super kicked. I was nervous. I was oh, nervous. You know what I want, but, I want to bring up? I forgot to bring up. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Um, no, the, go ahead. Go ahead. The way that Dakota was looking at Raquel and Zia Lee in the exchange, but the way that she was looking yeah. at Raquel, though. Mm-hmm. She has like, this oh, no. kind of, like, smuggy-looking look when she's not looking mm-hmm. at her. Then when Raquel looks at her, yeah. her face changes, and she's kind of like, hey, yeah. I'm your friend, I'm your friend. But then when she turns back right. away, though, she still has this, like, scowly look on her face. Mm-hmm. The, I'm the, like, oh, no. The long, it's the, coming. The long, the long, slow burn to the turn, right? Yeah. I'm like, it's coming. Hope Maybe they'll do a swerve where, like, Raquel turns on her, mm. where it's just like, so, and then... It won't be like, oh, Dakota always turns on, on people. Right. And it can't be always. This is just a second person, okay? And Tegan Knox <laughs> was a bad friend to her anyway. So, it's hey, just two. Shotzi better watch out, right? Shot, you better watch out, Shotzi. Because eventually uh, she's not going to have your back. Tegan Knox <laughs> and uh, Io Shirai have very similar histories when it comes to tag team partners, right? Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> like... She gonna turn her back eventually. Gonna let people dog you and not gonna say nothing and gonna laugh in the background. And then when you get pissed, she gonna be mad at you. Right. Mm, so be careful, Shasti. Be careful. So we're gonna see what's gonna happen with that. I, yeah, I want to be. I want it to be kind of like a swerve, or even if like Raquel has kind of gone through everybody and she's just like, yeah, I don't have anybody to to, to um to like go up against. And Dakota's like, well. I'm here, you know, to have kind of like a, it starts off as a, a respect match. Like, you've been by my side, you know, you deserve, you know, a championship. Or even if she wins, like, a number of contenders match or something. Mm-hmm. And then it goes from, oh, yeah, we're friends and I respect you to, like, it just being a, a complete outfight. And Dakota wins that championship because she deserves it. Right, right. Her and her pink hair. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I love this pink hair and like the glitter highlight. Ooh, mm, love her. She's so good. So that was my favorite match. I'm excited to see what's gonna what's gonna happen with you know this Frankie Jesse Kamea and like Mandy Rose thing. So let's see what that's happening. Um, I looking forward to what's going on with my Kyle Riley. I love 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 the hit row and um like I don't know Fantasma like confrontation. I thought that was really good. I wanted to see what's going to happen more with them. See if maybe, like, Legato gets, like, a homegirl and if they let, like, you know, um, Brianna, like, fight or something. So we'll see what that's going to happen. Um, Bronson Reed and Adam Cole is intriguing. Bronson Reed and Samoa Joe is, in- is intriguing. I can't wait for Samoa Joe to beat Karen Cross's ass. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> the little index, little... um 
little interaction was really cute how she was trying to carry him and save him and then Ken is coming out of nowhere like no no kissing so that was fun all in all it was a really good show I enjoyed it I like this on um, the breakout tournament oh and I really really I'm excited about what um, Kushida and Bobbert are gonna do against Diamond Mine so that's gonna be cool too so very interesting another strong episode I'm glad- oh go ahead I'm I'm glad that they didn't, they didn't kind of let Kushida forget that Diamond Mine attacked him. So right. that was really cool. Right, right. Especially after you got that promo against them last week. Right, yes. Again, there's one person who, in one show in WWE, that does value their mm-hmm. continuity and their consistency. Yeah. And it is NXT. Uh-huh. They try to as best they yeah. can until Vince comes. They really do. People, right? Yes. <laughs> until Vince is like, give me him. And he's like, but he's no. He's in a storyline right now. Give me all right. <laughs> Fine. It's like, hey, Keith Lee's your champion, right? He just won the belt like a month right. ago. Okay, give him here. Right. No. Right. It's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> we had stories. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I wish they would have let Keith Lee be the double champion since that was kind of the, the, right. the motif of the wrestling business at the time was being yeah. a champion. It was happening in New Japan. It was happening with Bailey and Banks uh, over on SmackDown. Yeah. So it would have been cool if he would have just been like, yeah, I'm both of the champions. I'm the North American champion right. and I'm the NXT champion. And instead of him having to like, you know, give one of them up or whatever. Ultimately right. He, right. He gave it up so easy too. It was, like, after, like, a week, he just gave... I'm, like, I wanted, like, maybe a month to two months of, like, people just coming at him at every way for either the one championship or the other, and then have him be, like, all right, bitch, I can't do... This is too much. I have, I'm fighting seven two, 17 people a night. I can't do it. And then have him give it up. But it was, like, a week later. He was, like, all right, this is too much pressure. Excuse me? <laughs> Let him be double champion. God damn it. Especially because you bumped to the main roster and took away everything. Yeah. Release the titties. <laughs> Let it be shows again. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, don't know. Again, it seems like every you know couple of months or so, um, mm-hmm. we try to you know establish our um, our where is Samoa Joe and me and Yam and why haven't they debuted? Yeah. And uh, yes. You know. So. Definitely one of those things where, you know, you will have to keep your head on a swivel when it comes to NXT. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. you've got so many variables with Vince out here recruiting their talent and out of storylines and, and putting them other, other, you know, other places. And uh, you have to give yeah. Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Road Dog a lot of credit. Because mm-hmm. they are, they do pretty well with all the last minute things that happen to them. As far as mm-hmm. having talent taken away and um, you know having to redo their own storylines and thinking things that they uh, you know are going to have set and run with for a couple of months can get changed at the drop of a hat. And they do uh, they do a very good job of of changing uh, things around. Um, at this time, Miss Simi, it's time for your shout-outs and thank yous. Well, shout-out to you, Don, as always. Shout-out to the Rasslecast family. Shout-out to the CSPN family. Shout-out to you guys in the hashtags, because I love reading your commentary. Shout-out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. And finally, shout-out to Bailey. I'm going to miss you, girl, but I know you're going to come back strong and more healed than ever. <laughs> oh, I love her. I'm going to miss her so much. Well, I'd definitely like to give a shout out to you, Miss Simi, once again for hanging out with me here on the NXT cast and also helping me over on the Patreon page for the Dark Match, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Uh, You can hear me and Miss Simi break down AEW Dynamite from this past week. You can hear Miss Simi rant about the lack of (laughs) Uh, usage of the women's division in AEW. It's been a couple of months, so we we had to revisit it. Um, Listen. (laughs) 
give a shout out to everybody God. who joins us during the uh, NXT cast, uh, live tweet, and the Twitter spaces. We definitely appreciate everybody's commentary with color. Whether you join us inside the live tweet or in the Twitter spaces, continue to share your commentary with color with us. Uh, this Sunday is a pay-per-view Sunday for the main roster, so we will have the live tweet of Money in the Bank, and it is one of our favorite hashtags, Money Cast Holes, as we are using that to live tweet all things Money in the Bank this weekend. So please share your commentary with colors starting Sunday night, 8 p.m. for the main show, 7 p.m. Use the hashtag, say no to pre-shows, as if you are watching the pre-show. But the main hashtag is, again, Money Cast Holes for Money in the Bank this Sunday. Thank you to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. And thank you to Terry's boy and Anwar Starwin and Miss Jade to the Max, Miss Didi Jonay. Shout out to my sister whose birthday was yesterday. Uh, hey, happy birthday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, Kylet Wren and Miss Jupiter Julep and Miss V uh and uh mike fresh and everybody who's in the twitter spaces uh for nxt and raw and smackdown we definitely appreciate everybody interacting with us so continue to share your commentary with color continue to rate and review the podcast five stars only promote the podcast yeah. help promote the podcast that way by rating and reviewing mm-hmm. it on itunes and every other place that lets you rate and review the podcast we definitely would appreciate everybody spreading the word uh retweet the hashtag and the links whenever we uh, send out the new episodes so thank you for doing your part in supporting the WrestleCast in the way that you guys do we definitely appreciate each and every one of you each and every week so for my co-host Miss Simi I'm your host Don DeLorente and this has been the NXT cast please stay tuned for the parting promo bye see you in the hashtags keep wearing your mask people can't be trusted My God, does it feel good to say, I told you so. I told the world, I told the world that I was better than Kyle O'Reilly and at the Great American Bash, I proved it. Not only that, I I proved once again that I am the greatest NXT superstar in the history of this brand. I proved that that Kyle's win at Stand to Deliver, it was a fluke. And not only was it a fluke, but it doesn't count because for you idiots out there, that's how unsanctioned matches work, by the way. And (laughs) Kyle, I I was listening to your pathetic interview earlier, talking about how losing's just a part of what we do. Yeah, if your name's Kyle O'Reilly, it does. Also talking about how you you went through the fire. You sure did, and you got burned by old Adam Cole, baby. So, so Kyle, if I were you, I would highly, highly reconsider winning that rematch, because you and I both know I'll embarrass you all over again. Uh, but hey, enough about Kyle O'Reilly. I am sick and tired of talking about Kyle O'Reilly. Instead, I want to talk about you, Samoa Joe. The big, bad Samoa Joe. Uh, The Samoa Joe who snuck up from behind and put me in the clutch. Uh, The Samoa Joe who stood by and did nothing as I lay here, O'Reilly, trying to rip my knee from my socket. That Samoa Joe, the coward Samoa Joe. Joe, let me tell you something. You are nothing more than an overpaid security guard in a suit. You do not scare me. And I would ask you to come out here and face me man to man, but I know that you won't. Uh, Because I know there's nobody in that locker room man enough to go toe to toe with Adam Cole. Adam Cole, you gotta love the confidence. You are a master of mind games. And you are a master of manipulating someone that has something to lose. I no longer have the NXT North American Championship. I have nothing to lose. Adam Cole, 
eyes are on me. And people are wondering what my next move is. If people consider you NXT's golden boy, I consider you my golden opportunity. So, baby.